0: Jason Klom. Good zizza. I'm Alan Rickert.
2: <laughs> this is Dispatches,
0: Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. podcast. The caffeine has affected us completely. No. Oh my God, I'm feeling so jittery. Alan got us some, very kindly got some, some, just some powerful drinks. Love yes, you guys. Love you too. Um, okay. We're talking right. about news radio. We are. This is season two, episode 13, In Through the Outdoor. The outdoor. Uh, <laughs> and... and <laughs> Aired originally 2-4-1996. <laughs> People <laughs> Which are going to think I, it's
3: coffee is code for something. I really, is it, like. it
0: is actual, actual coffee. Oh, well. That's fine. Uh, yeah. In the commentary, by the way, of course, the first thing you hear Andy Dick say, this episode's called In Through the Outdoor.
3: Isn't that gay?
0: That's 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 what happens. Do you hear so that tumbleweed, he Andy Dick? Yeah. Do you hear right. that tumbleweed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's easy. Ah, uh, boy. Into mm-hmm. the
1: other uh their first Zeppelin title cuz they do several more episodes uh yep. after this that are just Led Zeppelin album titles.
0: You know, it's helpful in terms of but now it has to be the one with the sports because like you're not going to ever nobody if you if you're a fan out there who has these n- names memorized and what goes mm-hmm. with them, fucking good on you. But I just at this point it's I lose us, track of the names.
1: Yeah. I I don't know what episode goes to what, but mm-hmm. I just, uh, uh, ninth grade, I think I had my biggest Led Zeppelin phase, so this, uh, made me oh, very wow. excited because huh. when did the search indicate where it was? It was 11th grade, so yeah, I just mm-hmm. already
0: went through all the Zeppelin stuff. Yeah, this is, oh, look uh, at oh, the episode title. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I don't know what they're thinking, and I don't think they answer why they started naming these this or not in the comp. Maybe they do later on, but, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't mention it in the commentary for this one. Uh, I really like this opening a lot. It's a cold open that actually centers around Matthew because it's yeah. his story, and everybody just ignoring him actively. Completely. They yeah. look at him and ignore him at the same time, and I love that dynamic so much. And I three love three
3: people, three people without fail the whole time. All right, one hundred percent ignoring him, mm-hmm. and they only acknowledge him. Once he has made such a racket and such mm-hmm. a crazy <laughs> pratfall,
0: mm-hmm. like yeah, I, like <laughs> and they
3: barely even spend a few seconds to do that, and then they go back when, to what they're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. When he does do that pratfall, though, I always love it. You never, I always look at Mr.
0: James because
1: uh-huh. his face is just like, oh, here we go
0: again. Yeah, like a- <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just like, let's get this out of the way. We know you're gonna do something stupid, just like subconsciously to get uh-huh. our attention.
3: Even Bill is not paying enough attention to him to properly laugh at it like he normally would. Right, no. right, right. No, nobody well, cause cares. they're, they're like all caught cruel. up in talking about sports, sure. and
0: I, and and Matthew's <laughs> trying so hard to get into the conversation. Yep.
3: And he is annoying. Ten but points. It sounds, so like it sounds like a lot. Sounds like a
0: lot. Sports, huh? Yeah, man, I love sports. You know, there's a whole cable channel just for sports now.
3: <laughs> I'm a
0: knickerbockers fan. Go, Go knickers, knickers <laughs> right? <laughs> Which I sounds a little too close to something else. It really does. I feel like they just wanted him to say the most awkward uh, thing possible, like so dumb. Uh, I, I, yes, Mr.
1: James. By the way, I also do love him saying, "I
0: bet against any team Ted Turner owns." <laughs> That's, That's what he, what he, he does. does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, there's like I wish I had had the time to. Uh, ma- uh, 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 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's your name again, Alan? Alan literally got here as we were finishing watching this episode to write down notes for it and like i want to break down (laughs) the physical how he knocks that table over it was uh
1: because how he does it i was kind of like it doesn't seem natural but it seemed to work it works really well yeah
0: because there's like the idea is supposed to be that he's over there grabbing something must knock it with his knee gets gets afraid it's going to fall over grabs it with his hand <laughs> to steady it but instead falls backwards and that's where everything just goes shit and it shit.
3: all happens so fast it's
0: really fast and there's anybody... so
3: many things that are happening
0: did
1: anybody look at joe's face because i think he was mm-hmm. start, he was starting to smile again like oh, i don't think course. joe rogan he can keep a
0: straight face
3: around way Andy easier Hicks. than everybody
0: yeah in the blue in the bloopers for this it, the that the, the the later on the pencil scene is the one that gets a big lap but that's because joe rogan just couldn't keep a straight face around dip shit mm-hmm. you know yeah. i mean that's just how it goes um Oh my God! And then, like, then we come back, which is interesting. Right after the cold open, we do head right back into the same story. Mm-hmm. Matthew's looking at the, the. Oh yeah,
1: that's different. Mm-hmm. They yeah. don't ever do that. No, <laughs>
0: normally you would expect they go to a meeting or they go right to Dave or something. You it's know, the Zeppelin titles. That's it, what it's, changes exactly. Some some mm. shit's starting to go crazy. I mean, getting metaphysical. Um, metaphysical. Get, bu, 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 bu. I don't know what that was. Uh, but yeah, he says, yeah, I I, I dabble in the horsies from time to time. <laughs> horsies? Aww. You mean the you mean the ponies? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where do you think the what's he say? Where, where do you think the smart money is? <laughs> well, I don't think the smart money is anywhere near a guy using a racing form from 1993. which sounds really old today, but that was only three years. That's ago only now. three years ago in Or then, I, I mean, years, yeah, not now. Sure. Then. We could pretend it's, it's now. now. Should we do an episode where we do pretend it is? We just saw it, and it's it is that year. Sound we like should. we it in the nineties.
1: Oh, those cell
0: phones Tubular are radical. crazy.
1: You can go anywhere and mm. dial someone, mm. right? That's pretty the extent of our '90s thing. And yeah, grunge. Is over a it's a lot of hairspray I
0: didn't think anybody could have cell phones. I was like, only rich, right? Like that's how it felt. Only rich people had cell phones. Yeah, I didn't have a cell phone until like 2003.
1: So. Uh, I had it in 2002, but mm-hmm. I needed it for an internship. That's why I got it. Mm-hmm. But even then, you really could you could text because you
0: had to push the button. The oh, yeah. like three
1: times, and it just.
0: Oh god, this is what phones used to be, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just listened to a song last night on a comedy album where somebody was complaining about the first touchstone phones. It's, it's, wow. It's part of a song. Yep. Yep. It's, I do uh, miss
1: the old rotary phones.
0: Those are fun to dial. They are
1: fun to dial. <laughs> <laughs> there's,
0: a, there's a video on YouTube that you can find uh, that teaches people how to dial phones for the first time because originally they didn't have dials. Look that up. It's from 1927. There's no sound to wow. it wow mm-hmm so oh. it has to all be done in, in visuals to tell you what sound to listen for I'm not kidding Wow amazing <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, now we got it off on the phones. episode hey guys so um yep so we're back uh, That's about that crazy internet thing mm-hmm uh, where, where the hell were oh yeah jo- Ma-
1: Ma- uh, <laughs> Joe because Matthew wants Joe to teach him how to gamble. So Joe uh, says, pick a number between one and 10. They got 10 bucks riding on it. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> And what, Matthew said three? Joe he says like, four. No, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, four, yeah.
0: <laughs> Good try, though. Yeah. Nice he, job, Matthew. He does say- I do not know that. Like, someone could just be screwing with
1: you. He's so desperate. There's no way, to, yeah. Like, like he just really knows. wants it
3: I mean, I think you know most. even if you're not the you know smartest. I don't mm-hmm. know if Matthew is or if it's just the nervousness that makes him appear that way, but yeah. like- you know you're just sometimes hopeful that they'll stop so you can like have somebody you can at least talk to well right, right before this and right. it's not self-respecting of you to do that sure but if you're that desperate in that moment I mean
0: right before this he's the most self-revelatory he's probably ever been in the entire series where he says I know I seem a little weird sometimes oh, but know, you'd feel that way so if you always upset. felt excluded <laughs> it's like, Aw. Aww. Right. And, meta. and it's like and it is. It, and, <laughs> it's there, it really and there's is. no
3: real respect paid to that after he says it either it just makes me really sad. <laughs>
0: well, it's also, he's it's way funnier upsetting. when he's, he's self-unaware and an idiot. Oh, yeah, no. For the sake of the show, yes.
3: <laughs> but yeah. it's just... Ugh. I know. Crushing. <laughs> seriously crushing.
0: Uh, Jimmy has uh, whittled down his wife. I love that this little arc of the wives, somehow they make it, it still it. work because they I only bring it up every it. once in a while.
1: Yeah, and like it, it's like every three episodes or so. Mm. It's, he's whittled them whittled. down to 23. He eliminated 13 already. Yep, yep. Well, you know the cold flu season has been brutal on some of the older ones. So he yeah, had thirteen that a cold flu would kill them. That yep.
0: what are we thinking? Seventies, eighties, nineties? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's my guess. <laughs> like on, some Jimmy. like old billionaires. The
3: term cattle call. mhm Yeah, it's applying more and more mm-hmm. at, at, in the in the way that Jimmy is talking about these. Oh likes. yeah, I got
0: my I heard... heart set on that uh, uh Melissa Etheridge. I <laughs> mean, man, that woman has everything. <laughs>
1: I believe she's gay, sir.
0: Yeah, she is a house of fire.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean?
0: Uh, I don't know. I he just know likes her, just her, her energy. I guess he likes her energy. Yeah, Th- that, that
3: has to be a reference to something. I and if you all know what it is, please let she's us. She's a yeah, lesbian. Please share.
0: Yeah, a, uh, a gay lesbian type woman, sir. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> guess I'm down to twenty-two then. <laughs> How gay is she? Uh, she's right up there with Katie Lang. Oh shoot! I, I Mister James 21? has no clue, no clue whatsoever. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Is he yeah. at
3: twenty-one? Was Katie Ling? Yeah, list? yeah, he'd
1: be at twenty-one. Then. We need to go back and I see love the, how... the
0: list. I figure out who's on the list because <coughs> we only know some list. of them because we know Catherine is on it. It's I know he lost uh,
1: uh, Elizabeth Berkeley from Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. She Found out, she, she, found did out she did a dirty movie. <laughs> like, well, have we passed that episode yet?
0: I don't even remember. I don't know actually, but I know she's on the list. She definitely is. We What's might it? not have. You're, I don't think that happened. I don't really yeah, have any. That, that's funny. No, because I think last time he li- he eliminated uh, Hot Lips, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's right. You know. Oh, God. So we,
1: you, you know, I'm going to start writing these down. You so should. we lost.
0: We lost Elizabeth Berkeley. Not yet. Sorry. We we lost Hot Lips, Catherine. We need to make uh, this list, guys. Yeah, so he but... is. That's what he's doing okay, actively. Okay. Hot so, Lips. Uh huh. We lost Catherine. Catherine. Uh, Mrs. Paul. And Mrs. Mrs. Fields. Fields. Mrs. <laughs>
3: The fictional food ladies. (laughs) I mean, maybe
0: they're not. I don't mean to offend you, Mrs. Field,
3: or. I
0: think there are some other ones we'd have to Ah, uh, God, I Dave's have to go mom back. I'm sure is on there oh it's
3: god has to be
0: yeah there's no doubt she's on that list <laughs> uh, and Katie Lang <laughs> yeah I think there are a couple others from the first wives episode put like a that star next episode to but
3: Katie Lang just in case but I'm pretty sure she's on there oh, she what has, was the name of the woman off.
1: who was on there was a woman who was on his list uh, through the episode and then that didn't work out through the negotiating oh uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember we'd have to look name her name right up now, but yeah, just put
3: negotiating lady and you can fill it in later okay
1: uh who who did you say to put a star by?
3: Katie. No, he, oh, no. he, he, he crossed off. it off. She's on the list for sure. Okay, yeah. I didn't I didn't yeah, watch for out. that. Mm-hmm. I must have been writing.
0: Um so yeah yeah so i i love that this is like that's just a little like that's this is barely a nod wanna, to like the best parts of this episode i want to know it. the 13 people me too me leader. too because
1: so far i get we, we've we got one mm-hmm. two three four five
0: six seven seven eliminated that we know about that we know about we'll have to go back and rewatch. but i'm <laughs> sure but no, you know what we could do now officially is now that we have an end to the writers we just had guys Get together in a room for us to mm-hmm. come up who, with who you, who you think are, and we'll oh, make a canon. We
1: should make it, we should, yeah, we should definitely, the three they of us should make our
3: own list of list. who we
0: think is on the list. That's true. I like this idea.
3: I'm okay. sure there's a list. You
0: guys can write into us.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, it's eight. I forgot to write Elizabeth Berkeley. I know that hasn't happened yet.
0: Too. Sure, but that's that's fine. fine. Freakzilla at scopenet.com, guys, if you have any ideas as to who should be on the list for Jimmy, <laughs> who do you think works? Um, the... So. <clears throat> We got. Uh, there's another one. Oh. There's another one, and I can't remember. There's another one. It's not Loretta Swit. Maybe it is Loretta Swit. Whatever. We just talked about her. But well, it was a country star, right? I don't know who the hell it was. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anywho. I think so. Um. So oh. now we're now we're into probably the best part of the episode. At least my favorite story of the whole episode, which is that uh, there's a dinner. The Broadcast Society's holding a dinner in honor of Bill. Apparently, Jimmy can't make it, and he needs uh, Dave to stand in for him. Yeah. That's all he tells him.
1: I love that Beth, who is eavesdropping, (laughs) walks in at this point and says, So you're going to a lesbian banquet.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What? Stupid. (laughs) Uh,
0: Uh, She just says the only things that pop into her head. She
3: she just heard parts of the conversation, right? And so she's just like, okay. Mm -hmm. Heard like her ears just perked up for a couple parts and she spaced out for the rest.
1: By the way, this is how good Mr. James is with negotiating because he said to Dave, would you mind just showing up at the yeah. place?" And Dave's like, okay. So Dave's agreed. Yep. And then Mr. James, after Beth, pops back in and says, yeah, you know, you got to be making an introduction for Bill tonight. I, I told you that, didn't I? <laughs> 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 what
2: kind
1: of introduction? You know, a speech, five, ten minutes, make it funny. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> like a sound of a room with 1,500 people not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> 10 to
0: 15 minute speech. <laughs> ten to fi- That is not
3: not an easy thing no no (laughs) that's a
0: number of full pages that you would have to write out (laughs) that's that's uh
3: 10 or 15 minutes it it goes a lot faster than people realize and if you don't do it that often Mm -hmm. i mean dave can speak to people in meetings and stuff but it's a different ball game Mm -hmm. and he doesn't Really, do that. So, I like I'm that
1: Beth wants. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I'm just surprised that Bill doesn't have a speech prepared for Dave to actually say.
0: I, you know, like it. he doesn't have a Mad Libs basically, like ready right. to go. Put <laughs> a few things in there that might be personal. Your name in place of somebody <laughs> <laughs> else's. Yep, Exactly yeah. right. You
3: know, you know what, though? I bet he wants to hear what Dave wants. That's to also I mean, say so about true. Him. That's, that's also that's true. That's actually very true. Yeah. Because oh. he does respect him. He just. Um...
0: I just wanted something from the heart, Dave. You <laughs> know, <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah. I like that Beth wants Dave to bring her back some free food because, again, she's so poor but she doesn't have a bag so she, she gives, him gives him a, a condom.
1: condom that doesn't and he's you so know how disgusting that would be i think that would actually kill you with some with the lubricant or whatever that's in that condom
0: and she wants just... breadsticks the most absorbent thing possible it what? five or six breadsticks in a condom <laughs> 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 that is that by the way for for anybody wondering that is not what's going in the photo today although that would have been funny <laughs> no no nope. five or <laughs> no. six breadsticks no. into a condom <laughs> no I don't know if that would be possible. And he's so (laughs)
3: distracted when he gets the, like, when she hands it. He's just, like, he's got this worried look on his face. He's not even like, ew, what? Go away. Like, because he normally would. He'd be
1: like, no. Well, I feel like Dave would just buy her five or six breadsticks from Olive Garden Uh later
3: anyway or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh
0: Uh-huh.
3: (laughs) Be <laughs> like, here's a gift certificate oh, to the actually. grocery store. Get some freaking food. Then mm-hmm. so you have to pay. What and is, figure out how to get to the grocery. What is store. your life? It's also true.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, we we need to get to the next part of the episode. But okay. before we do that,
3: let's take a quick break. No.
0: <laughs> Hi, Alan. Hey, Jason. Uh, do, do you we... like ice cream or? Oh, I love ice cream. Do you love ice cream. That's good. Especially Me too.
1: CVT ice cream. Oh, it's cream. So good. <laughs>
0: chocolate, vanilla and twist. Ooh,
1: and sometimes you can put it in coffee, which is the most delicious thing I've ever had. It's
0: amazing. They've got they got they got their sprinkles, your chocolate sprinkles, your rainbow sprinkles. The salt. They, they got your sea salt. Sea salt is oh, it's so good. Some people call sprinkles jimmies. I don't call them that. CVT Soft Serve <laughs> at CVT Soft Serve, serve on Twitter, Twitter, on Instagram. Check out the truck too; it's like Check really cool. It looks like, in... like
1: from the nineteen fifties. They got a second truck now too.
0: Go to cvtsoftserve.com. dot com dot com. They're great. Say hi to them for us. Say hi to Joe. Yeah, if he's in the truck. No, if he's not don't say hi to him. is that'd be awkward. Back to the show.
1: CVT. We're back. Jason,
0: we're back. We're back. All right, Joe and Matthew. Joe and Matthew. So uh, Matthew again is trying to, you know. Getting trying, on the betting. he's trying so hard, so mm-hmm. so hard, and he's looking at uh, TV listings <laughs> for ESPN. I, I'm assuming of uh, uh, mm. ESPN Super Bouts. Isn't that thats the Cats Network? I don't think there was. Yeah, right, right, right. Not yet. Yeah. So there's Super Bouts, mm-hmm. which, if I'm not mistaken, the joke there is, if you know sports, that that was all repeats of great sports events of past. Sure. I am the Matthew of the room by the way I know shit about sports so um, I actually don't <clears> but I even figured that joke to out too though I mean I figured that out from context at the time mm-hmm. um, and it's the classic even I know the rumble in the jungle which is Foreman and Ali uh, of course i did not know took. Place i know in who Zaire. won sure i didn't know it. i actually didn't know it was in Zaire well either. okay whoever didn't win was going to be the guy who created the grill and we know that there's no muhammad <laughs> ali grill so what that's why i assume that's how history turned there's a uh, have you watched uh have you watched the the movie that's it's alternate history it's like man in the high castle but yeah. it's about what happened when muhammad ali uh failed and, and made a grill that was really successful that is not a thing Nope, <laughs> that would be amazing. That we would, would be make fantastic. that. that. Stephen Root should also be in that. Yay. Um, so, so he's
1: a yeah. boxer I happen to love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, Joe tells him, "Okay, fine. You want you want a bet? I love Who do you think is <laughs> going to win? George Foreman or Muhammad Ali?
1: Where, where, where's it taking place? Zaire, Africa. I think hot. Think muggy. <laughs> 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 I love how that." because I, I don't, I don't pay attention to sports at all. Right. But I know Muhammad Ali beat George Foreman uh-huh. in that fight. Yeah, even I do. Yeah, I know. Everybody, that's like kind of basic knowledge yep. at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but
0: mm-hmm. Matthew goes for George Foreman. Big George. I think I'm gonna go with Big George Foreman. Like he says it so kind like, He has
1: no idea who George Foreman no, is. No, so. he has absolutely. <laughs> no.
0: That's why he calls him Big George. Well, Foreman. He's a boxer. He's probably gonna. He knows <laughs> right. He's gonna be right. And then he tells him wrong Muhammad Ali what and he's so surprised tells him what year it is and then they double or nothing on all these yeah that's right right. they're all double or nothing starting with a ten dollar (laughs) bet and then Matthew does again one of my favorite things of Matthew huh I love huh which I still can't figure out how to spell it's not a huh it's a huh there's an O in there somewhere right Uh, you know that that song is right you gotta know when to fold them gotta know when to hold them don't you and Joe's gone yeah, I, I, I,
1: I love that line, especially because uh, that was – my mom, when I was a little kid, would always play, like, two records, and one of them uh-huh. was always the gambler with <laughs> Kenny Rogers. would be playing every morning when I was, like, four or five. I remember that always playing on the record player.
0: That's so good. I don't think I oh, – god, at the time, did I know the reference? Probably not. I was underexposed to stuff like that. Right.
1: So Well, I, w- I I don't know if I would have known it, and mm-hmm. my mom not been playing that. Sure, but that's good. No, morning. but that's why it lands for you. And I think <laughs> that's great. I I
0: love when you have personal experience with a joke like that. Um, <laughs> oh Bill, back to back to Bill and Dave. Here you're opening for the great one tonight. <laughs>
3: Calls himself the great one. So good. Of course he does. And well, Dave. And then Dave immediately calls him out on his overinflated, like, false sense of ego, misguided
1: mm-hmm. confidence, is mm-hmm. what he calls yes. it. It's yeah. <laughs> not confidence, Dave. It's know-how. I've given hundreds of these speeches to paternal organizations all over this great land.
2: Sh- George
1: Shriners, Rotarians? Rotarians, which yes. are clock makers, R- right?
0: Rotary League, whatever the Rotary League is. Oh, yeah, Elk, <laughs> elk lodges. Uh, <laughs> it's like I'm their king or something. <laughs> their king. <laughs> <laughs> He just the smallest amount of recognition just goes straight to his head. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I, I, well,
1: yeah, I love Shriners Elk Lodges. I think people know basically, but the the ro- <laughs> is it what was it again? Rotarian? I got yeah ro- Rotary, Rotary League. <laughs> I don't
0: know what the Rotary Club is. Do you know, Jen? I know nothing about these things.
3: No. Okay. Uh, I probably I probably should.
1: I looked um, up Rotary, uh, ro- Rotary, whatever. Rotarian, uh It came up. Uh, yeah, pe- like clock maker what, really? yeah,
3: like clockmaker type. What really? Yeah, okay, that's interesting. When you see when you're like from a small town and you see like the the welcome to our town sign, there's usually like a rotary club. Uh, what number they are um, below the sign? There's usually like if you have an Elks lodge, what what lodge number it is. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, you know the the um like uh what is it called? Um, I don't know. commerce. What mm-hmm. is it called? the city no I can't chamber think. of but commerce chamber of commerce chamber. Yeah, there you go uh, we'll um, you know have a few different sponsors like that are posted on the sign usually mm-hmm. they help pay for the sign and gotcha it's usually like those clubs that are oh there are listed. clubs that pay
0: for signs there are sign clubs there are ones that just pay yeah, for you know, welcome signs to towns. It's, uh, you know what That's welcome a good to
3: the to the underground world of small towns yeah mm-hmm Anyway. I just
0: thought you might benefit from a few of the old Bill McNeil rules close. on speech, <laughs> etiquette, and presentation. You know, I taught about it at the learning I taught a course about it, at the learning Act.
1: What course was that?
0: The I thought you just might benefit from the old Bill <laughs> McNeil rules on speech, etiquette, and presentation course. See,
1: that I is, believe uh, that he actually taught this uh-huh. course until he said that and I'm like, now uh-huh. he's full of shit. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. I, I, I absolutely it's agree. This
3: uh, is roundabout way of saying it. F you too. To Dave about it yeah like, probably Well, <laughs> don't ask me it's
1: interesting him coming in and asking Dave if Dave needs pointers because there's either A he wants to make it like perfect so he knows exactly what it's going to be to like mm-hmm. build him up so much or B he just wants to mess with Dave on this. <laughs> I think
0: there's a little bit of a combo of both could be it could I have a
3: different slightly different theory okay, Which is? For it. but do you want it now or later
0: uh, well we're, we're talking about it now yeah. you feel free go for it now
3: I feel like um because Bill actually does respect Dave. He doesn't want to like, you know, shower him with uh love most of the time mm-hmm. like outwardly, but he does respect him. And he does want to know what Dave actually thinks about him and, you know, a speech about him is like seriously something he would want to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh but he doesn't want crap. I mean, he's he's being honored and he really like He probably thinks, hey, this is never going to happen again. So, like, this better count. Mm, This better be good. Mm -hmm. This could be something good for me. Yeah. So, like, I mean, anybody would want that. But if your boss, like, acts like they barely know you. Yeah. And then that's how they introduce you. That's going to be mortifying for, like, anyone. I mean, definitely somebody with a big, you know, fake ego that they wear around all the time. But, like, anybody.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. So... He's like, okay, I do know a lot about this, and I'm going to help you, because it's going to be horrible if you mess up. But yeah. also, but also, he later shows so much patience with him. I mean, he eventually loses his mm-hmm. mind on him. Right. Mm-hmm. But Dave is so bad at this.
0: That is true. He's so, well- so,
3: so bad at it <laughs> mm-hmm. that he really needs all the tips that Bill's giving him, and he's not re- re- very receptive to him either. He's kind of, like, mm-hmm. like tuned out for it. Yeah. And... And if he was actually listening to him and and trying a little harder or focus mm. whatever the block there is mm-hmm. like, it eventually did help him. Yeah. Wh- well, when it's we well, my fair end, lady,
0: it's Pygmalion. Yeah. That's what this whole plot is.
3: Yeah, but he, um, you know, I think it's because he he does want to hear what Dave has to say, but he just he can't just like, he can't just have it turn out to be like like barely good, mm-hmm. like.
1: You, yeah. I can see a theory. The only thing is, when, when Dave you know, initially does reveal he's he's nervous about public speaking, and yeah, he could use some pointers, just the immediate pressure that Bill puts on him with the uh, good, you've got to do well. You need to yes. do
3: well. <laughs> yes, that doesn't help, no.
1: I mean, no one cares no. about the souffle if the appetizer is turns in a blanket.
3: <laughs> he calls him turns in a blanket, basically. Which... Oh my
0: God. <laughs> Rule one speak up. Uh, what was the first rule? Speak up. What? Speak up!
1: Congratulations. You've just taken your first step into a larger world. Mm. Mm. God, you're
0: an idiot. I'm sorry? What? God, you're an idiot! <laughs> 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 uh,
3: you really would think Dave would be better at this, but he's just not.
0: But he pulls it through. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he
3: does. He does.
0: Uh, Next is a setup, by the way. Well, Joe this, and Matthew? Yeah. It gets. The, I don't know if it's called back more than once, but when it is called back later in the series, it's season five at least. But uh, 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 Matthew says he's just desperately trying to... He's like a gambling addict who doesn't know how to gamble mm-hmm. at all. Well, that's mostly gambling. It, right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, he's like, I, I, I mean, bet you the next a... song on the radio <laughs> is a really good song. And then Wichita Lineman comes on by Glenn Campbell. And he's trying I'm a lineman for the county. <laughs> yeah. And oh, this song sucks. Like he tries so hard to sell it as though it's a really good song and And then the best transition back to Dave <laughs> mm-hmm. and Bill. The-
1: yep. I love that
2: song.
1: <laughs> now, if Dave was judging that competition, mm-hmm. Matthew would have won. That's
0: absolutely true. So that's a very good point. <laughs> let's... <laughs> God, let's do it again. Oh, all right. Let's go through this Bill's
1: again. Nitpicking. <laughs> that. No, what have I been telling you? Ba 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 ba. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, don't you think I should write the speech first before I I practice it? You know, Dave, maybe one day children will learn to drive rocket cars before they learn to walk, but today... Mm. say it with conviction. This is a good evening. <laughs> these women are ladies, these men are gentle, and tonight they're going to enjoy Bill McNeil! <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my God. There's just so much good shit in this whole scene. I
1: love that they probably fed up like, get out. That's the attitude I've been looking for. <laughs> Stay in that place and go. Get out! No, no, bring it down. Keep
0: it real. <laughs> <laughs> but, is that the plaintiff of the crested North American quitter? Quit,
3: quit, quoo! Quit, quit, quoo! That's amazing. Dumb. So dumb. So super dumb. Oh my God. I love it when they just lean into the dumb mm. for, for the writing on this show. It's beautiful.
1: Uh, I guess it's not really technically a callback, but when he was giving Dave like the beats with the ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, it reminded me of him whenever he's tapping the cane. Mm-hmm.
3: Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It does have that element. Whenever he's <laughs> well, trying to be sophisticated.
3: And when he's... Delivering like his regular lines in that scene, mm-hmm. I think he just slightly overemphasized because that's part of his natural ril- rhythm for sure. Bill. Like, like honestly, mm-hmm. for some of the time. Mm-hmm. So he, it's. I think he makes sure to add that into how he's being Bill, like like other times in this scene. Um, for some of the lines, just so you kind of notice that that he's doing that most of the time in his life.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh my God.
0: And I, I I do like that they've done, they did pretty well with the way they're present All the stuff with Joe and Matthew, they're very small scenes. Yeah. In between the more dense stuff with Bill. They're well, all very simple.
1: I. <laughs> the fact that Dave uh, had to leave his, I don't know what Bill is doing in Dave's office, by the way, but mm-hmm. Dave had to leave because he was fed up with Bill. So yep. he's sitting at the conference table trying to write the speech. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we see a ton of papers just being thrown at Dave, <laughs> who's apparently not looking at who's throwing the papers. Right, not at all. Just oblivious. Because mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, Matthew's just practicing, because yeah. he's, he's decided that's this is how he's going get, to get the money back from yep. Joe and how he's going to finally win. Oops. And uh, finds out from Lisa that he now owes joe what's he say what's he been doing double or nothing riding the big what is he or Uh, jacking the something he says some really Uh, dumb shit that may be real terminology but does not it sounds fake and she says he owes him five thousand (laughs) one hundred and twenty dollars and he's really thrown by this he has no idea what double or nothing means no apparently (laughs) not paying attention um and uh then he bets joe he's like well uh, i bet you double or nothing i can get that that uh this into the waste paper basket he said you know what fine i'll I'll take it let's see i'll bet i'll bet you can do it and he gets it in and like yes you got your money right
1: back there matthew Mm -hmm. so easy Mm -hmm. way to not pay attention
0: (laughs) and so now he owes joe twice what he previously (laughs) okay and there's a really dumb joking joke coming up here where he and lisa matthew and lisa are talking and she's like why don't you just if you like sports why don't you just join a rotisserie baseball league because I'm allergic to chicken. He's allergic to chicken. Is that possible? Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe psychologically.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. And then uh, Bill comes back out and gives <laughs> gives Dave some more guidance. So, Yeah. If it helps, picture the audience naked. Also, sometimes it helps to practice in front of the mirror. <laughs> so you're saying you'd like me to... Standing from a mirror and picture myself naked—that's some Silence of the lamb stuff. I wonder if Dave Foley is ad-libbing like these references. And, yeah, <laughs> that I they're know. Actually written. I know. It's <laughs> hard to say. I mean, apparently he wrote a lot. Good <laughs> flick. Good flick. Good. <laughs> and then again, I love it when like the massive papers are thrown, and
1: then Dave finally looks at who's throwing them, mm-hmm. and it's just Lisa. Who just threw one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dave immediately blames her for all the throwing. And there's, right.
3: a, there's a point where there's definitely more than, like, six um, paper yeah. balls thrown. Oh, so, there's so many. So they're just yeah, like, hey, no everybody on the crew yeah. and cast, mm-hmm. can you grab one of these and we'll just whip them all at him? <laughs> Both hands, Thanks. <laughs> I
1: love- uh, Lisa's like, I just threw one. He says, all oh, right. And it just magically multiplied into this <laughs> landfill over here. I like that
3: line. <laughs> They're all on her desk because Matthew put them all on her desk. <laughs> to begin
0: with. Yeah, he did. I want to get a better shot. I like that Milos is back. Milos. Milos. The janitor. Last time he was in, I think, was the gelato Yeah, the gelato episode, oh, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I think that's where he was introduced. Yeah. I don't know how many episodes he's in, but he stands out for some reason. He- I feel like he's in three or four Okay, at some point. It's quite possible. Definitely like two.
3: Mm-hmm. He- <laughs> He plays that character. it just comes across, across as really like sweet and yeah, n- not in a diminutive way. Just like like I don't know, there's something charming about him. Mm-hmm. Like that you you'd, you'd want to talk to him and like you know mm-hmm. like yeah, I don't know. He's and that's
0: I mean that's why they bring him in cuz they figured if 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 Dave's speech translates to somebody who doesn't speak the best English, I think is their assumption, then it'll it'll work for, you know, anybody. Right. Well, I mean that's it's a reasonable argument that if you have if you're a persuasive speaker, it'll work across language barriers. Of course. Um, yeah. but Oh, well, go ahead. Yeah, start. no, no, no.
1: I was just going to ask uh, because, you know, yeah, uh, you know, Catherine, Milos and Beth are going to watch Dave present <laughs> his speech in his office to give a test, but there's a couch there. Why do they need to bring in folding Why chairs? Why do they need to bring in <laughs> chairs? That's a very good point. They're
3: trying to reenact uh, the real situation as as it might possibly occur. I guess that's that true,
1: sure. but I don't know a banquet you wouldn't be sitting in a know, folding chair. You know, no. You'd probably be sitting at a table,
0: right? Uh, sure. Have a fancy yeah. dinner and they dinner. They should have done. True. They should have gone to that length, and they also. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. They should have, And they tipped, might not
3: have been able to fit him in that office, though.
0: So. And they tipped his uh, coffee table up to be a podium which yes, i didn't even notice did. that. i didn't notice it oh, until yeah. today wow it's the yeah. first time that i've seen this probably 10 times that's the first time i noticed that's what they did wow i didn't even catch that i was just like oh <laughs> it they looks brought perfect. in a podium yeah, i know it looks just it's perfect perfect it like a weird for podium but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right <laughs> wow and then like the most childish joke where he says as broadcasters it is our duty and then milo's <laughs> duty so stupid but before that, though, yes. I like
1: that Beth was like going,
2: hoo, 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 and oh, then yeah.
1: <laughs> Dave was like, "This is a broadcast society. I doubt they're going to act like the dog pound." And then she has no idea the, what
0: that's a reference to, even though the she's doing pound? it. Dog pound, yeah, Arsenio Hall, <laughs> <laughs> right? It
1: okay, will. now Arsenio Hall, what uh, that show, <laughs> that talk show, went from what, nineteen eighty nine to ninety one or 92? something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a very brief life. It had a, it but had that, a, hoo, hoo, hoo. oh yeah, everybody knew that. Yeah, I feel like it's still stuck in our brains a little bit. <laughs> Just so, so he looks at Catherine to help him out, he's like, "Oh, I, I just because I'm black, I'm supposed to be an expert on Arsenio hall." <laughs> Next thing you know, you be asked me to get an autograph from Sidney Poitier. <gasps> you know Sidney Poitier, <laughs> and I feel like she does that shit just to fuck with Dave because she I knows know. it'll make him uncomfortable. <laughs> Which is even, which, which is good. Which is, uh, uh, that's lose. motivated. Kevin, <laughs>
3: Kevin can say that all she wants because she puts up with a lot of nice really people. Does. Seriously.
0: She really oh, does. Oh, God. <laughs> <Duty>. <laughs> she she <laughs> so can stupid. do it
3: anyway, but like really, she, she... yeah, good for her. <laughs>
0: and then I like that Lisa wants to know what's going on, why, why Dave's door is locked. And mm-hmm. Joe says, probably and they're doing it with Lisa. Oh, sorry, force of <laughs> <a> habit.
1: <laughs> I have to say, this episode is probably the best transitioning from story to story, because normally yeah, it's, just like, true, huh? it's just like cut to the other story. Yeah, but yeah,
0: there's direct interaction from scene yeah. to scene. That's a really good point. It's really good. Uh, okay. <laughs>
1: and
0: then here... We see Ma- Lisa's amazing math ability
1: but again, by the way, right Oh, here. God, yeah. You don't impress me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Joe's always <laughs> the one to just like just tear her down for being <laughs> smart. Every time. He's Every... got to be intimidated, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she, she tells him to throw the game. He's like, I'm not supposed to, he's like, I could have been a contender. She's like, yeah, you know, uh, that that would be appropriate, but uh, I don't think that uh, Marlon Brando's uh, arch enemy in, on the waterfront was uh, Don, <laughs> Don Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> Kick that Bonnie Fife's ass. <laughs> so perfect. I think they've called him Don Knotts before on the show, too, because he mm-hmm. is very Don Knotts-ish. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A little more creepy than Don. I oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I think Don Knotts was very sweet. I don't, I don't know that he'll have a uh, pleasant villain his future. Andy Dick, yeah, probably. Not. <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah, then we're back into the, right the back speech. into the speech still because it's that was a it's quick locked room. cut. Back yeah, yeah. Fo- oh, okay. It's a very brief, just a very brief thing, just to set up the the yeah. final bit, which is a great final bit, to mm-hmm. be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dave. His speech fails too. So so bad. Yeah. And then Beth's line—it's amazing. Well, you can't say Dallas doesn't love you, Mr. President. And the whole audience is like, "Oh, so.
3: Ow. <laughs> that's a burn, brilliant.
0: brilliant."
1: But he's got Milos's vote. Milos he does. Says, "I would be proud to have you as president, <laughs> my president of the or something like that." And he salutes
0: know. him. Yeah. He gives him a very kind salute. Dave salutes back though, so. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. Rather hopelessly. Duty. Yep. Can I okay, can we talk about a real quick technical issue with that scene? It doesn't matter. It's it's a blocking issue. Uh before Milos comes into that scene cuz the door's open. Mm-hmm. you Want to sit behind Catherine's shoulder. You can see him waiting to come in. You can yep. see his hands on the garbage can, and then he comes in on cue later on. <laughs> he does. Oh. Yeah. they didn't uh, two feet back, and he but, would have been right out of camera. Nice so, going, A.D.
3: <laughs> but yeah. to be fair, uh-huh. um, I thought, because I saw that, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, okay, they could have just been fine with it because Milo seems like, um, like a really polite guy uh-huh. who's he might soft-spoken, while, he? Uh-huh. and he was invited, but uh-huh. he knows... Like Dave has his own office there. Sure. He might just be respectfully waiting there until they call him in, because they do call him in.
0: He comes in first, I think. He, he yeah, If I'm not mistaken. I think he walks in and they say, hey, Milos, blah, 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 blah. I think. I could be wrong. But he might have been waiting for Catherine. He could have been. A push. I'm going to go ahead and say what you said. That's probably the AD's fault. Probably. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it might he be. But Could I was... we justify it? Yes, probably.
3: Yeah, I Milos. mean, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you wait outside of you know when you're invited to something that seems important to you,
2: mm-hmm.
3: or whatever, or or like different, and you have something you haven't done before. Right. I don't know.
1: It's not as bad as because it is a
3: weird request. Hey, you want to let's come in this room, listen to this guy talk.
1: Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> if it is it's like not as an obvious mistake. I remember I saw a, a, a like I was watching. There was a scene from like this TV movie from the '80s. Uh-huh. It was like a wide shot of this. Uh, teacher walking down the highway wide or highway walking down the hallway of a high school <laughs> wide shot you see him walking you can see the floor you can see everything and there's a mark on the floor where he's supposed to stop mm-hmm. and he stops on that mark and i'm just like well why what, what got, why are you shooting the floor if you're not if there's a mark there right
0: it's <laughs> amazing it's wow.
1: ridiculous
0: wow <laughs> Well, well yeah, kind of blur shit that happened. or something. Yeah, right? Mean, what the hell put a, <laughs>
3: put a picture frame on the wall near where he stopped. Something. So if he needs yeah. a visual thing. Like... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, What's weird this is the wide shot and where he was walking, I feel like he didn't even need to focus where that mark was, <laughs>
0: so what the hell was the point? Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, back to news radio. Back to news radio. <laughs> um, well, this is like the perfect example of escalation in comedy. I think this is like textbook shit. Like Where it goes from this small idea where he's just like begging to be involved mm-hmm. to this final example of just pure incompetence when it comes to gambling and understanding mm-hmm. things and just oh, stupidity. God. It's brilliant. The pencil mm-hmm.
1: sticking out of Joe's hand.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And Matthew has to guess which pe- what, where the pencil is.
2: Yep.
0: And Joe's just like, he which just, hand? Joe's just like, oh God, this is all right, fine. This is how we're going to end it for double or nothing. <laughs> And call At least you up. think that is, but he's starting to crack up. This oh my entire god! Thing. <laughs> it's so good, and like, I think we mentioned. Or, I mentioned earlier, it's in Part the, the bloopers. bloopers. It's so good. Oh, I wonder my takes. Mm, I know. Uh, he's smiling. Uh huh. <laughs> he's just looking so. My first impulse is to pick this one, or is that what you want me to? Do? <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Oh. And uh, yeah, no, picks he's right on one. he one. Picks,
1: he picks the wrong one, and I love that's where Lisa gives up. Just like mm. you're on
0: your own, Matthew.
1: Yeah, yeah. So wait, what's double that? So that's twenty thousand
0: yeah. two hundred and eighty, I think, something like that. You don't impress me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And then, and then back one one more time, and, and they're dressed up at this point, right? Yeah, they're they're both in their tuxes, both in the they're tuxes. getting ready to go. Oh, oh this Bill Bill is one of man. the best. Bill 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 Bill. Bill. Like this,
1: this. <laughs> This kind of brings me back to the smoking episode where they're yeah, it's true, at Matthew, huh? Like this is fantastic. It
0: hasn't been this way in a while. Uh huh. He tells him he's demanding that there be a three-second pause in between introducing him and saying his name. And I counted
1: that Dave actually did
0: wait the three three seconds. seconds. Yep, he did. And then <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: also. There's a, a thing he says next that has never occurred to me until recently because we watched Bill's autobiography. But he says he's been writing this speech for months. Yeah, okay. So he's been doing hundreds of these speeches, mm-hmm. but he's been writing this one for months. months. Yeah, why? I that mean, doesn't I, calculate. No, I understand That's, it's broadcasters and everything, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: He probably gives all those little clubs the same speech. Uh, Maybe that's
0: quite possible. I mean, but still working for months on the same speech. Well,
1: he was Uh, terrible at trying to write his own autobiography, so uh, maybe
0: he's just bad at writing the outline.
1: outline. (laughs) Yeah, the outline. That's all I Uh, got.
3: His speeches might be about speaking, which he can do. That's also true. it's Just you know, very
0: maybe some of them are off the cuff. Yeah, could be. Uh, and Dave's talking about how how poor this is for his confidence.
1: Screw your confidence! <laughs> You're going down in flames tonight, I'm going to end up with a face full of smoke and soot.
0: <laughs> All right, Bill, settle down.
3: No, you settle down! You settle down!
0: <laughs> stop shouting at me. No, you stop screaming at me! <laughs> he he
3: looks like he's screaming at a ref, like he's a coach screaming at a ref, like he's so... Mm-hmm in his like, face yet he doesn't intend to hit him like it's one of those things where you know you ca- you can't and won't do that but you, yeah. but you're so moving so violently that like it it's definitely off the table but like that's th- that's one uh, time where you might see something like that but it doesn't always happen like that in real life like mm-hmm. it's just so you look like he's screaming a coach screaming at breath ref almost
1: i, I- that's very true. I well, I, 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 love when Dave first says, settle down. And when Bill snaps, no, you settle down. You settle down. You are kind of like, okay, Dave's a little agitated. So mm-hmm. maybe, and I realize Bill went a little too far. But mm-hmm. okay, maybe he's got a point. But then when Dave says, stop screaming at me. <laughs> And Bill's just like, no, you stop screaming at me. <laughs> when well, clearly Bill is the
0: only one screaming. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we're at the broadcast. He's Another there. transition yeah. from scene to scene, yeah, though. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Because Dave says, what does he say? You're the most selfish,
1: I don't exactly insecure, egotistical freak I have ever been my misfortune to work with. I didn't remember and then we, that right. And
0: then we cut right into him saying the exact
1: opposite. He's the most selfless, humble, and confident man I've ever worked with. <laughs> I should wrap it
2: up, <laughs> Crowley, no. no, no, Yeah, no, Dave is no.
1: actually doing really, really good. Sp- Maybe he just job. needed to uh, get pissed off at Bill to yeah. write a great speech. Yeah, it's that quite that it? possible. Maybe Bill knew that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> what
3: <laughs> what what I was thinking about um, as far as that goes is that uh, Dave seems like he's not receptive to all the like actually good advice Bill's giving because. Bill doesn't realize that it's mostly Dave's nervousness at the whole idea of it mm-hmm. that's in his way. I mean, he's a well-spoken person. He yeah. has a big vocabulary. He's very good at wording things one-on-one or, or in a small group with people mm-hmm. where they're receptive to it unless it's like, you know, an office rule that they're, like, you know, been a little spoiled with and he's revoking, like, something like that. But he... You know, he's used to um, talking about so many different things with people and trying to, you know, relate to them. So he is, like, one of the most relatable people in the office to, like, every person most of the time. So it's not that. And that is something that's hard for people to, like, relate to in public speaking sometimes. But he has that, like, naturally. Mm -hmm. And so he has... Both those things going on, he's intelligent, and um he has a nice voice mm-hmm. uh but it's the nervousness and Bill doesn't you know he projects so much uh when he's talking to people that he doesn't get that he's just nervous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he and he keeps giving him advice that is making him more nervous, even though it's good it's good public speaking advice, sure, it's just actually making it worse, yeah. It's not the advice he needs, and I'll get into that. Uh, sure. I'll expand upon that a little bit in the real deal, but, like, that, I think that's why. And I think um, Dave gets calmer <laughs> once... Once he knows Bill's lost his voice and he's gonna sound real, real stupid after this, but he's like, "Oh, well, at least I won't sound like Bill, who sounds like there's a frog in his throat." So I, I'm not gonna be nervous because I'm gonna sound way better than that guy is now. So you know what? It's all good. I did,
1: I did notice uh, though before even Bill started screaming at Bill back in, or at at, uh, Dave back in the office, like when he was like calmly talking, let's try mm. it again. His voice did seem a little raspy, like yeah. just slight. That's awesome. It's very subtle. <laughs>
0: that's good. So You'll have to forgive me. What? Speak up! You'll have to work. <laughs> it's So so. Good. And then Bill is just, or Dave is just smugly, not subtly, but smugly. He's enjoying Oh, yeah. I'm relishing coffee. the shit out of this. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And uh, then we're back in the office for a very quick kind of closeout, almost With- as quick as the opening is.
1: When, when, when
0: another one of those moments where Mister James is finally trying to give a heart to heart to Matthew,
2: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. he says that he always loses. He he loses himself. He's not a good yeah. gambler. Yeah, even even the games he fixed, he he, he, he lost. Just lost. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I love when Matthew explains the pencil thing. How it was just yeah, and I had to guess which hand the pencil was, in, it was just it was just sticking out, and I <laughs> and I still guessed raw or whatever. <laughs> Mister James' face again. I he's like you don't say, but. <laughs> It's just this moment. Every time Mr. James tries to have a heart to heart with Matthew, it always gets deflated by Matthew saying something so stupid. He's so like, dumb. "I can no longer be on your level."
0: Yep, you yep. you are on your. I related level. for a minute, <laughs> and you just went, you just went too far. Yep, uh, <laughs> you know, Those that, are nice moments. Every it day. is now that now that we're at the end of that part of the episode. I think it's about time for nothing. Another segment of the show. The,
3: the real, real, real deal, deal with Bill McNeil. <laughs> Hey guys, Um. (laughs) so um, the whole theme of this episode, I feel like both the man's stories are uh, deeply related. Um, Matthew is trying to find a way to connect with people. Um, in a in a real way about something they they really like to do, mm-hmm. like regularly, and have a real interest in. And he sees this natural connection they have, and he just is longing for it. Mm-hmm. There's some really sad moments for him, and he, I mean, they're still yeah. entertaining for us, especially since it's a show. Sure, but like, oh man, if you start like you know, like uh, pretending it's not a show, it's mm-hmm. extremely sad. Mm-hmm. Um. But he's just, like, longing for that. And, you know, when you don't have that, it's so natural and something everybody wants. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're in a new place or if you've had an uncomfortable situation with people and you think there's a window in with them Mm -hmm. and they're people you actually want to relate to for whatever reason. I don't know why Matthew wants to relate to people that are, like, so consistently... uh, Rude to him? Uh huh. Or dismissive, <laughs> dismissive. Or have
0: such low expectations.
3: Mm. Yeah. Um but you know, he does. He, he so he um I don't know. It's well, it's I think sad. He's a very
1: lonely guy on the outside. Yeah, I don't sure. think he hangs out with anybody but these kittens. Right. <laughs> mm. Um
3: and, you know, he's, he's, he's an introvert and a lot a lot of them mm. probably aren't. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, he sticks out. But uh Bill. The, the opposite end of things what he's doing in this episode is f- being good at um, uh, speaking to people like Matthew is good at, at noticing a thing that people are putting out mm-hmm. and, and trying to receive that and understand it and put something out back to them to connect with them and Bill is good at projecting things out To people in a way that can impress people sometimes, but he is never going for. Am I connecting with people in a real way?
2: Mm -hmm.
3: And he doesn't care about that. Sure. So it's like. Two people doing like the exact opposite thing of both trying to connect,
0: but one in a superficial way and one on the other. He's
3: not actually trying to connect. He's just used to doing it. Mm -hmm. Like he's used to projecting out. but He doesn't always care about making a connection
0: right okay seriously
3: and matthew cares about that connection so much because he doesn't have it
0: which is why he becomes so desperate to for bill's love later and on it's
3: just oh so sad anyway I, but hmm. yeah that uh, it just thought it was kind of interesting that they're doing the exact opposite thing as each other
2: mm-hmm.
1: bill's all, uh to go over, there, i think I think Bill is trying to connect, but in a way that's just attention, attention, attention. Like yeah, it's what, n- yeah. it's without
3: a plan. It's yeah. without a real human connection plan. It's just he like might
1: be trying to search for a human connection plan, but he's, he doesn't he's, know he's, what
3: kind. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or to whom, mm-hmm. or to what kind of person? Even just a general attention, please.
0: Sure. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, this is all like I want Dave. Or whoever's going to give the speech to prove how much they love well, I don't, me. I think it would you know?
1: be, if Mr. James had given the speech, I don't think he would have even approached Mr. James because Mr. James would have known how to just boom, boom, boom. That's true. I just built you up so easily. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. even. I probably don't even know you, and I could still build you up easily. Yeah. Yeah. So this is-
0: For all we know, Jimmy had never had any intentions of actually going, and he's just like- He was going to give it to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. The day. Dave was the first one. <laughs> you know? Lisa you was know. probably the second one. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. And or Matthew would have been the last one. There's but. a there's a possibility that Bill could have secretly been like Hey, uh, if you're not available, Dave would be cool to speak. Right. I mean because
0: right. he knows Who that Dave, knows? Who knows? He knows that Dave can be sincere. Be and interesting. Maybe he, maybe he would Start want to turn it out there. You know? Maybe yeah. he doesn't want the crazy billionaire to speak you know, he knows that Jimmy's insane. And so maybe he thinks that um, Dave's the one sane person who would be good to speak speak about him. That's very true.
3: Um, you know, Jimmy colludes secretly with people all the time all on the, the time, side. Uh, so, like, he, you know, that could have happened. It's maybe. True. Who knows? Yeah. Um. He. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, he really wants to know it, but Dave thinks about him and the speeches. I think that's why he like. I think that's why he puts so much like actual effort with real, um, you know, good points and tips like. For Dave like he really is trying to work With him he's not Noticing what the problem is Mm -hmm. Because he's not really paying enough attention To Dave Mm -hmm. because he wants something from Dave Mm -hmm. but um, He really does want to know Like he wants it to go well so he doesn't Look stupid obviously sure. But he also is like putting so much effort Into it partially with Real sincere tips Not just yelling at him the whole time like Do better do better because he You know he cares mm-hmm. about him secretly? I yeah. mean semi-secretly? Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's just not a, you know, a softy. Uh so he he does like the point right before he breaks, you can tell he's been patient with him all day trying all day to fix this problem. Right. Yeah. And he's not known for his patience unless it's sitting and waiting and eavesdropping and uh you know Mhm. plotting yeah, yeah. like yeah. he's yeah. patient for plotting but this isn't a plot he's interacting with him most of the day trying to it's true build him up yeah for his own sake for sure but also sure. he really wants to know he, he doesn't want to see him fail probably either no because mm. he does respect him
0: That's a good point
3: um but when he does rage it's just because he's like like are you even trying? Like, do you even care about this? <laughs> like, like, do you hate me? Like, why are you sucking at this so hard? And also, it's frustrating to work with somebody all day on something that mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to you why they couldn't do it. Especially if it's something you can do fairly well. Right. Mm. So, uh, he's just, he's just had it and... It's uh, pretty amazing to watch him the way he's screaming it. Just he's l- just letting every little bit of it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know why he talks about in a different episode, um, seeing somebody about rage issues. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. there's one of them right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> so, um, good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
0: This has been <laughs> the real deal with Bill McNeil.
1: All right. Favorite lines? Yeah. Favorite moments?
0: What's your favorite line, Alan? Uh, uh,
1: probably from Bill saying, "No one cares about the souffle if the <laughs> appetizer is turds in a blanket." <laughs> oh,
0: God. How about you, Jen? <sighs>
3: favorite line? I do. I do like um. What? now i like it but i don't know exactly what the wording is mm-hmm. um when he's making like the quitting bird noises quid, quid,
0: quid. is that the plaintive cry of the crusted north american quitter oh so, it's quid, so immature. It's,
3: it's so immature mine
0: is right before that my favorite <laughs> line is uh well what was the name of that course bill the i thought you might benefit from a few of the old bill mcneil rules on speech etiquette and presentation course uh favorite moment Who's got a favorite moment? I do.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually the entire uh, bringing back to the the smoking episode, mm-hmm. which is uh, Bill and Dave just screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. I guess smoking, they were screaming at Matthew, but I love the. <laughs> mm-hmm. The starting from when Dave says, Well, thank you for boosting my confidence and Bill Screw your confidence. I'm going in flames tonight and I'm not going to I'm not, I'm gonna end up in a, a face full of smoke and soot. Settle down. <laughs> no, you settle down, you settle down. <laughs> stop screaming at me. No, you stop screaming at me <laughs> <laughs> Like
3: that entire thing,
1: Bill yeah. losing control. I wish there was more of that. Yeah, it was- absolutely.
0: <laughs> it's true.
3: They both they both are being weak together. Yeah. And it's yeah, those are always kind of beautiful mm-hmm. moments, even though they're but upsetting.
1: it's interesting because Dave, uh, you know, although he's really annoyed and he's getting angry, he he is keeping his boss calmliness, if you will. Sure. Like yeah. He's pissed, but I'm going to keep it down here pissed. Mm. Bill cannot contain himself. No, no, no.
3: No, <laughs> he has contained himself all day, and he is done. What's your favorite moment? Uh, that one is up there for
0: sure. Um, it can be the same moment. Don't feel it was a
3: really good pratfall at the beginning. Yeah, I don't know if it's <laughs> my favorite, but I do want to point it out so mm-hmm. I can I can go with that. Okay, it, just for the for the team. It's
0: a good moment. It's a really good moment.
3: It's really. I don't even know how mm. how he did all the things he uh, did.
0: I know it's uh, there. Many you could break down that whole. It's fall like clawing
3: it. in desperation to yeah. stay up and falling down. Uh huh. So it is
0: like a, it's a good metaphor for what's going on. It the really, yeah,
3: <laughs> it is.
0: Um, Jason, with your... I'm gonna say the pencil moment, where he's just. Where, honestly, that's just Andy Dick torturing Joe Rogan to make him crack, and that is kind of the charm of it. It's great anyway, but it that is definitely yeah. that's some skill to be playing stupid while at the same time also messing with this guy that's that's yeah that's really hard to that's hard to beat i think it really is um well jen do you have anything to promote
3: human kindness okay that's good uh you know compassion
0: It's going to make me and Alan look like real assholes. Alan, what do you got to promote? Myself.
3: Check
1: me out at Twitter (laughs) at Alan Rickard. A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T.
0: Like me, love me, tweet me. That's very nice. Um, you. <laughs> you guys can, you know what? I'll I'll go, oh, this will be past then probably. So a drinking game, will, no, maybe not. A drinking game at the end of this month here in LA, Acme Theater in uh, Hollywood. Uh, so check that out. For more information, find me at
1: Alan Rickert on Twitter. <laughs> like me, love me, or tweet me. <laughs>
0: And uh, I have a movie that came out December 6th on DVD. We're going to try and get it digital and Blu-ray, et cetera, coming up soon. But uh, What's meantime, it called? It's called Lords of Soap Town, Alan. Thanks for asking. If you want to find out more about Lords of Soap Town, tweet me at Alan Rickert. <laughs> <laughs> or go to bit.ly forward slash DVD. That's a way to find it. Uh, you know what you guys should do? Hopefully you're subscribed to the podcast. If you're not, subscribe. Rate us. If you would, write us a review on iTunes. I haven't looked at our iTunes profile in a while, so I don't know. Ratings are good. I have—I'll uh, tell you—the first podcast I did, comedy on vinyl. I've just celebrated six years of doing that show. Um, uh, over six years, we got a lot of listeners, but not that many people have reviewed us on iTunes, and it really helps people to find you uh, a, a show if you rate them and write reviews. So like us, love us, review us at Alan Rickard on at Twitter. Twitter.
3: <laughs> Talk with us. So, well, that's about it.
0: Except to say, catch, catch you, you later, later B cakes. B-Cakes. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickard and Jason Klom, and our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit Solandress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15 plus years.
2: Big better day, Dave.